Hey, what is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the Week 9 NFL main site on DraftKings. Before I get in the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. Coming to you live from a uh, hotel uh, conference room, so ho hoping no one walks in here. But, um, yeah, guys, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. Um, if you're interested in signing for premium content, feature from packages over on Patreon.com, NFL, NBA, and Esports. And I want to thank the sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a site where you're taking over-under on uh, player props, so even over-under on fancy points or over-under on straight-up passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. ton of different ways you can play for NFL. It's a nice change of pace from drafting, so uh, because you're not playing against one, you're just playing against the house. If you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using my code, DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word. You'll get 100% match up to $100. So you deposit you using my code, uh, $100, you'll get a free $100 to use on the site. And all right, finally, I want to thank you guys for all of your support in the NFL videos and live streams. Uh, make sure if you guys do enjoy to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. All right, guys. So um, let's quickly go over some Vegas odds um, for this main slate, point out a couple higher total games. So Denver, Dallas right now is 49 over under. Minnesota and Baltimore also 49. Buffalo and Jacksonville 49 and a half. Buffalo are 10 and a half point favorites in that one. Um, Packers and Chiefs still high, 53 over under, but again, no Aaron Rodgers in that game. Okay, so we'll start at the quarterback position at the top. Josh Allen, 8.2K, I think makes her pretty good option. He's got some rushing upside, uh, 59, 26, 55 yards last three games. It's a great matchup. Buffalo's just a team that rarely runs the ball, and even if, even if they're playing from ahead, you could still see Josh Allen throw the ball 40 times. So I, I do like him a good amount here at the top. Kyler Murray, keep an eye on this. He's questionable. Um, he's going to be a game-time decision. He hasn't practiced all week, so um, if he does get ruled out, here, let's go to Arizona. This would be Colt McCoy, who is, I believe, yeah, the flat men 4K. Uh, would be potential value there. We also have Jordan Love, who we'll get to in a sec. Um, Mahomes, 7.8K, going up against Green Bay, and right now the highest total of the week. I think he is a uh, solid candidate to bounce back after two really bad weeks. Um, I think the Chiefs come out angry. So um, I like Mahomes, obviously. And then, yeah, no Aaron Rodgers. So if we go over to Green Bay, we got Jordan Love at 4.4K, who's going to start. Now, we haven't seen really anything from him, obviously, in the regular season yet. Um, but the preseason, um, I played Scott a lot uh, preseason DFS. He's a guy that has some rushing upside. Um, I think he makes for a pretty solid value play. Now, sure, right? It's like first NFL career start, so there's still some risk. But like the price point is makes it so it's like not a huge risk, right? So I think Jordan Love firmly, firmly in play there for salary relief at the quarterback position. Scrolling down a little bit more. I always like into Lamar at 7-3. I think he might go a little bit overlooked in the slate. Um, you know, just the rushing upside for him, right? He can go get 100 yards in the ground. So, um, and this is one of the higher total games of the week, right? Pushing 50. So I do like Lamar there. Let's see. What else in the mid-range? Jalen Hurts, another guy I like at 6.7K. Again, the rushing upside. Um, got so – I played him last week. That was just insane. Just all touchdowns to the dusty running backs. Um, but yeah, Hurts is a guy that can go get just six, seven, eight yards or eight uh, points straight up on the ground uh, without touchdowns. Obviously more if you can get in the end zone. Um, this is, again, one of the higher totals. It's, what, 49. And, um, yeah, so I, I think Jalen Hurts makes for a pretty good play at this price, uh, sub-7K. Was there any other quarterbacks I wanted to mention? Uh, Tua 5.8K is questionable. Um, I expect him to play through it. Uh, this is a pretty good matchup here, two against Houston. So 
Uh, I think he's a pretty good spend down quarterback play if you're not going all the way down a guy like Jordan Love or Colt McCoy. And that's probably it. Like Daniel Jones at 5'6". Yeah, I think you can make the argument for a guy that does have some rushing upside. So a few guys I think are at least interesting uh, for some salary relief. And then we talked about the guys I like there at the top. Moving on to running back. So Evan Kamara at 8.2K I think makes for one of the safer uh, spend up running backs on the slate. Um, yes, there's Mark Ingram. Yes, Mark Ingram's in it. You just work a little, a little bit. But we're probably still going to get a 70 30 ish split, maybe a little bit more for Kamara. It'll be very productive when he touches the ball. Plus, this is a great matchup too against Atlanta. So I do think Kamara is very, very safe. McCaffrey is currently questionable, going to be game time decision. We'll see. If he does play, my guess is he's going to be somewhat limited. So I'm probably not going to go to McCaffrey if he does play, unless we get confirmation there's no limitation. If he does miss, then we can obviously go back to a guy like Chuba Hubbard, who we'll talk about in a bit. Austin Eckler, another guy I think is very, very safe. Super involved in the passing game. Seven, ten targets last couple of games. Again, this is one of the higher total uh, games of the week. So um, I think he makes her a really, really safe player there at the top. I think Dalvin Cook probably goes pretty uh, low-owned after last week, letting a lot of people down. The show said, including myself, uh, had no catches, two targets. But mo- majority of the time, like, Dalvin Cook can go get you five, six catches to the air. So I don't. I think that's more of an outlier game for him. Um, so kind of like Dalvin Cook is contrarian, but I think the ownership will be low. Aaron Jones, they might have to rely on him a little bit more without Aaron Rodgers. Um, he had 11 targets last week, seven catches and 11 targets. Um, I think he's a fair play. Now, if Green Bay does fall behind big time, then you might be a little bit in trouble. But like he's still involved in the pass game, so... Um, I think he does make some sense there. Joe Mixon got a lot more snaps last week, but the matchup doesn't really stand out to me going up against Cleveland. Still no Saquon Barkley. So uh, Devontae Booker's only 5.9K. He's basically been playing the entire game. Um, is involved in the passing game at 15 carries and six targets last week. So I think Devontae Booker makes for a really safe play at his respective price. Cordell Patterson with no more Calvin Ridley for the next few games. Um, it's going to get very involved in the passing game. He's just been the weirdest. This has been the weirdest part of the season is the, just the random quarter Patterson turning into the best player ever. Um, but yeah, he actually is viable. And then, yeah, I mentioned Chuba Hubbard at 6.1 K. If McCaffrey can't go, then he is obviously in play. Um, we'll get kind of the bell cow back at 24 carries last week. Damon Harris is always viable. The thing I don't like with Damon Harris, though, is there's no involvement in the passing game, so he's very touchdown dependent. If he does not get in the end zone, he's going to bust for you. Let's see. Miles Gaston at 5.8K in a good match against Houston. Now, his snap count's been a little bit up and down, but this is a game you could see some upside for him. He's had four targets last couple of weeks, so um, I think he's a good tournament option. Darrell Williams for Kansas City. Expect uh, him to be the lead back once again. Now, they did get Derek Gore involved a little bit, um, but I still think Darrell Williams probably gets 60 70% of the touches, so he is uh, definitely viable there at sub-6K price point. Let's see. Anything else? I'm probably going to stay away from the Philadelphia backfield. That, that told to me so much that game last week, so much. Just the dust of Jordan Howard uh, scoring two touchdowns, Boston Scott scoring two touchdowns, just absolutely disgusting. Um, Gainwell barely playing. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Um, was there anything else I wanted to mention? Oh, keep an eye on uh, the 49ers. Elijah Mitchell, he's questionable. If he can't go, then Jermichael Hasty probably fills in for the lead back. He's only the 4K min price, so he'd become a potential value there. Moving on to wide receiver, Devontae playing with the back of quarterback, more of a secondary option for me. Tyreek Hill, I think, is a good tournament play. We know the floor is low, but the ceiling is 
40, 50 fancy points for him. So kind of like Tyreek Hill there for GPPs. Let's see, the Buffalo wide receivers all in play. I think Cole Beasley probably gets the most ownership after the last couple of weeks. Um, Stephon Diggs at 7-7. We really haven't seen like a massive game from him yet. He's been relatively consistent, but no like big, big games. Sanders had a donut last week after being relatively popular. I'm not super worried about it, though. Kind of just unlucky. Um, and then, yeah, Cole Beasley, as I said, I think he'll be the most popular of the three uh, Bills wide receivers because 9 and 13 targets. But um, I do think he's a pretty safe play uh, at his respective price. And Buffalo is just a team that uh, they're going to throw the ball a ton both Minnesota receivers, Duffy Viable, Jefferson, and Thielen. Thielen. Thielen had the bigger game last game, so maybe I'll lean Jefferson for tournaments. Oh, the Arizona receiver. So this is pretty big news. Um, I don't think Hopkins plays, and AJ Green's already out too, so we could have some value here. Um, now, the value would look a lot better if Kyler plays. If Kyler does not play, then the value wide receivers won't look as good, but it's probably going to be Kirk and Rondell Moore as the top two wide receivers with, with Wesley and Isabella filling in um, at the Flatman price. And we know Arizona loves running four wide receiver sets. So um, if Kyler Murray plays, I'm very intrigued by those cheap Arizona wide receivers. Let's see. Uh, where else? Or where were we? Oh, Keenan Allen. I just, I love playing this guy. He's going to get like 10 targets a week. High total game. I think he's a very, very safe play. Definitely a solid cash game play for sure. Again, Redley's out for a few weeks. Um, Cooks is always really the only guy I look to in Houston. I don't trust anyone else on that offense. Hollywood Brown, definitely in play for tournaments for me. Uh, 10, 14 targets to the last three weeks. So um, always like him for GPPs. The Jags wide receivers, let's go to Jacksonville. In a game, they're going to be playing from – they're actually playing from behind basically every single week. But um, they're like almost definitely going to be playing from behind this one. MJJ, Chenault, Agnew, all viable. Agnew is probably the guy that's actually going to get the most ownership. Uh, 7, 6, and 12 targets the last three weeks, uh, whereas Chenault uh, not been getting as many looks. So um, Agnew is probably the punt guy you look to if you're going to punt a wide receiver there for Jacksonville. Let's see. Scrolling down a little bit more to the mid-range. Um, let's see. We talked about those Bills wide receivers. I think T. Higgins is another relatively safe option. Getting a good amount of targets. Um, 15, 6 targets last couple of games. Uh, I do like Kadarius Tony, especially with Shepard out. He's probably going to be their, one of their top options in offense. We saw the upset from him a few games ago. So, like him a good amount there for GPP. He's been a little bit banged up, though, so I don't know if I can necessarily trust in a cash game setting. No more OBJ, so Jarvis Landry is their clear number one wide receiver. Um, however, Cleveland's definitely a run-first team. They love getting their tight ends involved. It's going down a little bit more. Russell Gage, didn't he have a donut? Yeah, he literally had a donut, but still played about 70% of the snaps, so he'll be super, super low-owned. I don't hate going there in tournaments because uh, he did let a good amount of people down last week. Let's see. Um... Talk about Agnew. Again, Sharp will probably be the number two wide receiver here for the Falcons. Six targets last week. Viable as well. We want those Arizona wide receivers. And if Kyler plays and there's no Hopkins, then those cheap wide receivers for Arizona look really, really good. Ayuk at 4-1, I think is a decent value play. Now he looks a little bit or a lot better if Debo Samuel can't go. Can't go. So that's another piece of news we'll have to keep an eye on. Uh, Hardman, my only issue with Hardman is production's still been there for him, but the snaps went down a little bit. He only played about 50% snaps last game, so that's a little bit concerning, but he is only 3.9K, so um, I think he is still viable for some salary relief. And, yeah, that's probably it. So moving on to tight end at the top, Travis Kelsey has kind of struggled last few weeks. 
um, the last five weeks, really. Like, he hasn't had a big game. Like, he started the, the year off 20-plus fantasy points the first three games. It's kind of cooled off since. Um, I still think he makes her a pretty safe bet up because Mahomes is quarterback. It's the highest total of the week. So, still fine going to uh, Travis Kelsey. Darren Waller took two looks like he'll be good to go. Another relatively safe option that they're just going to pepper with targets. So the top two tight ends obviously look decent. Kyle Pitts, I think, looks like a, a decent option, even though it's a tough matchup because, again, there's no Calvin Ridley. He's going to be probably their top option on offense. Now, he did only have six targets last week, but um, like his upside. Obviously, Mark Andrews in play, too. Like, he's kind of the security blanket for uh, Lamar Jackson. 13, 6, 7 targets first or last three weeks. A guy they can obviously look to in the red zone. So, yeah, really the top tight ends look good. And then George Kittle expected to be back, too. Um, if there's no limitations for him, I think he makes for a good play. So, really, like, the top tight ends, I think, all look pretty good if you have a salary for them. Um, Zach Ertz at 4-7. If Jalen, or if, if Jalen Hurts, if um, Kyler Murray does play, I think he makes for a pretty solid uh, play because feel a lot better about him uh, with Kyler running the show. And then Dallas Goddard with Zach Ertz out of town. He's been basically playing the entire game, seven targets last week. I think he's a really, really safe play if you're looking to punt tight end or go for a relatively cheap tight end play. And then, yeah, Dan Arnold will mention too. You know, this Jags team is just awful. They're just going to be playing from behind almost every single week. Eight, five, and ten targets last three weeks. So um, Arnold, I think, is a pretty good punt play. And yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video. So if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos and go live. Again, no live streams for the next couple days. Should be back uh, live streaming again on Monday. So thanks again, guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you all in the next video.